0: Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. So
1: I'm going to begin actually by talking about speaking up. Because a lot of the stress that you have now is because you're not living your own life. You're too suppressed. You're all bottled up. You don't speak your mind. And you are totally bottled up. And that causes a lot of stress. So best thing is just to Take a mental step back, sit quietly, and listen to what I have to say here about speaking up, about finding your conscience, and living a stress-free existence. So here we go.
0: Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Check With Your Intuition. And now, here's your Shedding Shackle's host,
1: Roland Trujillo. Hi everyone, today I want to talk about conscience first, and then about stress. And if you always did what you know is right in your heart, then you wouldn't have any stress. Yeah, you might have conflict with the world for doing the right thing, and for saying the right thing, but you wouldn't have conflict with God. By doing the right thing and saying what is true, you awaken people to see their own wrong, and they don't like it sometimes. Some people do like it. They respect you for standing up for what's right. They respect you for speaking the truth. But some like it and some don't. And some don't like it, but then later they do like it. Or some don't like it on the surface, but deep down in their heart they like it. So speaking up and doing what you know is right in your heart. Those are very important. Now, let's talk about it in detail. When you were a little child, you saw what you saw, and often you spoke the truth, and people didn't like it. They didn't like it when you told the truth because they didn't want to hear it, and so they slapped you down or pushed you down or shut you up, or they didn't give you approval by being honest, saying what is true. It made them, made them aware of their own shame, of their own wrong, of their own duplicity. As a matter of fact, even a little child watching an adult, watching an adult, a little child with clear-seeing eyes, makes an adult feel uneasy if that adult has anything at all to be guilty of. And usually they do. And what do the adults have, a lot, have to be guilty about? Well, for one thing being impatient. When the parent is impatient, then the little child cries, and it makes the parent aware of their own wrong. So when you're a little child, if you cry, they get angry at you. If you just look at them, they get angry. If you speak the truth, they get angry. And so you end up clamming up, because what little child doesn't want to please the parent. And so you clam up, And you develop a lifelong habit of clamming up and not saying anything and pretending not to see what you see. And you get real good at it. A lot of people like that. Nobody wants to be exposed. Nobody wants to be called out. And so they uh, give you approval for going along to get along, for not rocking the boat. You get approval for that. But alas, you have conflict with yourself because you're not flowing freely you're tensing up and shutting down that's it shutting down and you have conflict over that because you know it's it's you're not supposed to live that way so what do people do well they try to find freedom in some other way so how do they find freedom well maybe by taking drugs or drinking alcohol or smoking marijuana or they try to find freedom by going and doing something that they know their parents would disapprove of. So if your parents disapproved of a certain type of a guy, then you might go out with a guy like that, just to get even with your parents, to have some freedom. Other people, they're not allowed to express themselves, and so they end up uh, expressing themselves by harming themselves or something. So it's very important to see what's going on, And see that the world does it. And you can see it now when you look at society. Just look at what's happening now and look how people are being shut up. They're being accused of spreading misinformation. They're getting fired. They're getting canceled. They're getting banned from Twitter or from any of these other social media platforms. Why? Mostly because they're saying something that is frowned upon, you know, like a little kid. Mommy, why is grandma so mean? Don't say that about your grandma. Don't you ever dare say that about your grandma. Well, all right. So now, out in the world, there are things that you can't say, and so we're losing our freedoms. But anyway, you can see how the more people clam up the more people say nothing, it becomes easier and easier for the tyrants to silence people. Because that's what they want. The tyrants want a world that's comfortable for themselves. And if that means shutting you up, then that's what they do to make themselves feel comfortable. You see? Well, you've gotten in the habit of clamming up and not speaking so I think I've made my point. If you want to be free, if you want to express yourself, if you want to have dignity and courage and self-respect, and you want other people to respect you. So what I have said earlier, some people, if you speak up and tell the truth, some people don't like it, but some people do. And some people don't like it, but then later they are touched, and they are, they're awakened by your honesty, and they begin to ask questions themselves and see what, see what is true, and then they realize that you were right. And then other people, they don't like it, but deep down in their heart, they do like it, see? So, I think you got the idea. So, speaking up is important. I always tell people I'm just a man with a microphone. I'm on a station for a while, and then sometimes I leave and I'm on another station. And I try to stay at least half a year or a year on each station. I've been on some stations over 10 years. I've been on some stations 15 years or more. I'm like a wandering preacher. I'm a traveling evangelist, and I travel the radio airwaves. I don't have a church. I don't have a big building. I just have a microphone. Yes, I am a pastor. But the only reason I want to become a pastor is so that you have an idea that I'm serious about this. And my goal is to wake you up and find the good Lord, and then he'll take over and do all the rest. But now here, here's where the next problem comes. So you have to learn to speak up. If you have something to say, say it. If you're standing in line, And somebody cuts in front of you then say, excuse me, I was here first. Thank you very much. See, you're standing in line, somebody's stepping on your on your shoe. Excuse me, you're stepping on my shoe. Would you mind moving back, please? Thank you very much. If you're at work and some coworker has always had their way with you and they dump work on you, that's not your work, and you're not required to do the work, and the bosses don't expect you to do the work. So here comes a coworker. Sir, be sweet. Oh, would you mind doing this for me? No, I'm sorry, I'm too busy. I have other things to do. Thank you. See, so you have to learn, and the minute you speak up, then the line is drawn in the sand, and then they're going to withdraw their approval from you, and then you are going to stand there and feel very weak and very helpless because you are used to, you are used to being supported by their approval. You are used to that, and without it, you, you sent you now you see, that you've always been a coward. In Playing their game. But now, if you start to speak up, then you'll have to go through the withdrawal pains of speaking up. Then what's going to happen at work? The one that's always been dumping work on you, they'll stop doing it. And people that you speak up to, they'll start thinking twice about whether they should. See, if they're, if they're thinking of trying to pull some shenanigan, they're thinking of doing something not quite right, they'll think twice about it because they know they'll get called out on the carpet. You see what I mean? And then some will just go away. They don't like your honesty, and they go away. But others, they all respect it. One way or another, they all respect it. So you don't need people to like you, but you do want their respect. And as long as you're a people pleaser and kowtow and act like a coward, they don't respect you. Now, now here's what you have to watch out for. The first thing you got to look out for is anger, and I I can show you how to handle that. I will show you how to handle the anger. It's very simple. You have a lot of suppressed anger, so you should get my little meditation. It would be helpful. It teaches you how to sit still. God said, be still and know that I am God. That's what he said. So be still and experience, well, the touch of God. And how do you experience it? It starts with conscience. See, that's my next topic, conscience. But first, I want to talk about speaking up. So, learn to be still. And when you're still, you get out of your emotions and you get out of your thoughts. And then you have perspective. You have objectivity. You have reason, reason can come to bear. And calmness. And you can speak things without getting upset. And say things without doing it emotionally. And then you, what you, you will say will emanate from reason and understanding. You all know that we respect, we, we respect people who are calm more than we do people who fall apart. Well, you have to learn to be calm. But first, you have to practice being calm. Okay, And it's not hard. You just learn to stand back from all of those thoughts and emotions that are always trying to upset you. People try to upset you on the outside, and they get on the inside, and then they upset you from the inside. So you have to stand back from those thoughts. And then the next thing, as I said, you have to learn to speak up immediately before anger festers, before you become resentful. Speak up, see? But now, here's the thing, and now I'm getting to what I was going to say. A lot of us have a lot of suppressed anger, a lot of re- repressed anger for years and years of climbing up. So now when you, when you begin to speak up, some of the anger will, start, will bubble out. So just watch it bubble out. And if you what you were saying was right, you had a right to say, and it was something that needed to be said, and you said it, and then some anger comes out, then you can say to the person, I'm sorry about the anger, but I'm still right about what I said. See? I'm sorry about the anger, but I'm still right about what I said. But once the anger bubbles out, it'll just bubble out. Just watch it. Don't add to it. Don't feed it. Don't struggle with it. Just watch it. It'll bubble out. And then after that, the next time you are able to speak up without being angry. There'll be no more anger bubbling out so you'll speak calmly and you won't be angry see very simple that's what you need to do and you will gain a modicum of poise and then more and more of poise which will grow with practice so there's a little practice involved a little boot camp a little basic training see like spring training you have to you have to learn some fundamentals well one of the fundamentals is to is to get calm and then let go of resentment and then go out in the world and then speak speak up for yourself. And if anger bubbles out, then you could say, sorry about the anger, but I'm still right about what I said. Listeners in New York are getting the 15-minute version of this program. To hear the whole 30-minute program, go to SheddingShackles.com or GetReadyToPray.com. Did you hear about the guy that said, well, we've tried everything. The only thing left is to pray. Well, that's what he should have done first. But it's hard to pray when you're nervous, anxious, worried, or resentful. So the first thing you got to do is get out of those negative thoughts and emotions. Calm down. And then it's easier to pray. Check out our many resources to help you calm down and get ready to pray at GetReadyToPray.com. That's GetReadyToPray.com. As we're
0: near the end of our time together, I invite you to visit the many resources available at our website, SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. You can listen to past programs or watch Roland's video lectures. Listen in again next week. Same time, same station.
1: Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Speaking up is important. And it'll vastly improve everything. People will respect you. You'll respect yourself. You won't be bottled up anymore. And you won't have an upset tummy anymore from always suppressing anger, you see? But the nice thing about learning to be calm is that then you can flow from the calmness, from the stillness. And when you're still, you get out of your emotions and you get out of your thoughts. And then you have perspective. And then you can begin each day by sitting quietly for a couple of minutes and then go out in the world, and now you have this little bit of detachment. You're not so close, you're not emotional, you observe calmly with a little bit of distance, and you just watch people. And once in a while, a situation arises where you have to say something, and you just say it. It's very simple. And if a little bit of anger bubbles up, then just watch the anger and then say, I'm sorry about the anger, but I'm still right about what I said. All right, so that is what I wanted to say about speaking up. Now, let's continue with today's discussion. I want to talk about conscience, because conscience is very important, and it ties in with the idea of speaking up. Because when you speak up, look, in the past, maybe people did some things that were unfair and unjust, and they said things that weren't right, and so on. You didn't say anything, you didn't say anything, you didn't say anything, and the anger was suppressed and suppressed, and you became resentful. And finally, you spoke up, and it was with anger and resentment. And then it backfired. See, a lot of dads are that way. Dad is just sitting around, kind of a non-factor. The people in the house are going around, and the kids are playing too many video games and spending, spending too much money and doing a lot of things they shouldn't be doing. And dad doesn't say anything, and doesn't say anything. And finally, dad says something, but. He's been sitting there quietly for so long and not saying anything that now he says it angrily. And then everybody says, boo, dad is super mean. Oh, dad is so mean. And then he overreacts to that. And then he just sits, sits still and doesn't say anything, even though he should say something. Some things should be pointed out. It's dad's job to point things out, but not with anger. But he's been bottled up so long that now he's angry. And so it backfires. So what you have to do is back to basics learn to sit quietly, watch for resentment and let it go, become a little bit distant, a little bit detached, and then watch. And then, something needs to be said, just say it. Don't wait. If something needs to be said, just say it. If a little bit of anger comes out, say, I'm sorry about the anger, but I'm still right about what I said. And then, you can Begin to learn how to say things that need to be said. See, sometimes we can't always speak up. Some things are no business, not your business. Sometimes, see, if you're walking down the street and you see some other person over there doing something that's not quite right, well, you can't go up to everybody and say, hey, don't do that, you know? It's not appropriate. But with your own family, yes, it is appropriate to, to speak up. Or if somebody is... is um, trying to intimidate you or trying to take advantage, then you need to speak up. Now, oh, well, here's where conscience comes in. When you speak up, it has to be, it has to have reason in it, and it has to be, have understanding in it. And it mustn't be out of anger, and it mustn't be just to relieve the, just to relieve yourself. You see what I mean? Some people, they they go to work and they get angry at work, and then they come home and they take it out on their kids. Well, that's not right. So, how do you make sure that there's reason and understanding in what you say? Well, it's by being in touch with your intuition, what you know in your heart. What you know in your heart is right. See, deep down, you just wordlessly know. And then you'll say the right thing, and you'll do the right thing, It'll also show you, your conscience also makes you aware of timing. And I'll just give you a little example. One mom, and this is in one of my books. I think it's in my book. I forget which book it's in. It's in one of my books. A mom came home from work and her daughter was there and her daughter was just staring out the window and wasn't doing her homework. And the mom was just about ready to say something. Do your homework. But then she waited and she looked. And she saw that her daughter was looking out the window because some other kids were outside playing. It was a beautiful day. The weather had been really lousy for many days, and now the weather was nice. And her daughter has always done her homework. Her daughter has always been very responsible. And now it's beautiful outside, and other kids are playing. And the mom sees that. And then she says, Hey, look how nice it is outside. Why don't you go outside and play for a while? Thanks, Mommy. And the child goes outside and plays. And the mom had wisdom and understanding. You see her understanding. Of course, other times you come home and the kids are laying around on the floor playing video games and eating junk food and they're not doing their work, then a no nonsense approach is appropriate. Okay, everybody, off the floor, put away those video games, let's get our work done. See what I mean? So it requires wisdom and understanding and the right timing and all that stuff. And where do you get that? You can't learn it in a book. You could go to school and get a PhD and it wouldn't be any good. But if you pause and you watch and you you check with your intuition, you'll know what's right. And if you say something, it'll be right. So intuition is very important. Now, what is intuition? It's another word for conscience. See, this is very, very basic. Basic, 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 basic. But it's super important. Intuition is present sight. Conscience is hindsight. Conscience is what you feel when you don't follow your intuition. See? Conscience is what you sense when you don't follow your intuition. So, it's still there, the inner light from God who gives us intuition, the inner light from God is still there. But now you simply sense that you erred. So it follows you. You see what I mean? It's still there with you because God loves you. See, he, he wants you to see your mistake. That's all. But if you walked with your intuition, if you always checked with your intuition, then you wouldn't make very many mistakes. Yeah, you might still make a mistake or two but not very many, and less and less and less. And for the super important things, you would get it right. Your timing would be right. The energy you speak with would be right. The things you do would be right. And everything would be beautiful. And with God there, guiding you with the, what do they call it, the guiding light with your conscience. So let your conscience be your friend. Remember a long time ago, there was a Disney movie with Jiminy Cricket. And he sang a song and said let your conscience be your guide or let your conscience be your friend, something like that. Let well, conscience be your friend is from God. It's wordless, it's quiet, and in the moment you just watch what's going on and then you'll know wordlessly. You'll just know.
0: This is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'm also a pianist, accompanist, and piano instructor and played all of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles, such as the one you're hearing now, Clap Your Hands, in an arrangement by Sai Waltu.
1: There is such a thing as a false conscience, and that's what mostly you know, is a false conscience. And it's there, and it speaks to you with words, or sort of like with words. And it says you're not working hard enough, you're not doing enough, you're not giving enough money. You're not doing this enough and that enough, and it's always tormenting you from within. Or it eggs you on to do the wrong thing. Hey, go ahead, take drugs. Everybody else is doing it. Nobody will know. Who cares? Blah, 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 blah. God doesn't know. He doesn't care. God doesn't exist. It's always there with doubts and wrong ideas, and it wants to mislead you. So where does it, where does that one exist. It exists in your thoughts and in your imagination. So, the secret is to stand back from thoughts. Don't try to suppress thoughts or blank them or anything like that. Just see the thought, but just stand back from it and watch the thought. Instead of being in the thought, you're the observer of thought. Now, I just want to add one little thing. There is a false conscience, which talks to you, that always misleads you and betrays you, is from the dark side. It pretends to be you speak. It actually hides. It actually pretends to be you. You think it's your very own thinking, but it's not. But it comes to you from the intellect, from your imagination. And you have to learn to just watch it and let it pass. Remember in the Garden of Eden, the serpent was in the foliage hiding and spoke to Eve, and now from within people, it speaks, and it misleads you, it goads you, it teases you, it challenges you, it pressures you, and then when you become pressured and challenged and teased, then it comforts you, but it's not your friend. Your friend is conscience. Your friend is the inner light from God, who shines upon things and shows you the way. What you know in your heart when you were a little child, you just knew some things. That's your conscience. It's intuition, and it becomes present sight, and it's present sight, and it's also foresight. And when you don't follow it, it becomes 20-20 hindsight. It feels like conscience. So you have to become friends with your conscience. Friends with your intuition, trust your intuition, trust your gut, and then do what you know is right in your heart. See? Mostly God doesn't speak to us with words. He just shines a light upon things, and you just see which way to go or which way not to go. Everybody else is rushing to do something, and somehow, no, I don't think so. And you just don't, and you're safe. You see what I mean? So, There is a little sorting out process to do, and you'll be able to do it when you learn how to calm down and get out of thoughts, stand back, be calm. God said, be still and know that I am God. That's what he said. Learn to be still. Find your conscience, what you know in your heart, and become a friend of God. Until next time, Lord willing, and a Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.